This program contains explicit content and subject matter which may be unsuitable for some listeners. Discretion is advised. Welcome. You've joined the Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hi, everyone. I'm Carol. And I'm David. Are you ready to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny? Well, you've come to the right place because that's what the Sexy Lifestyle's all about. David and I are passionate about making your sex life the best it can be. We love talking about sex and sexuality and sexual pleasure, communication, consent, respect, and relationships. Oh my goodness, this is more than last week. What a great show we're going to have. And we hope our discussions open up your dialogue about great sex because... Great sex matters and you deserve it. So, are you wondering how to improve your performance in the bedroom? I am. With more stamina and stronger erections? Well, it's easier than you think to get dramatic results in just 12 short weeks. Look better, feel better, perform better through guided professional coaching and a support network. On our show today, Better Sex for Men, we'll learn all about a new 12-week course for men that focuses on nutrition, movement, stress reduction, and connection. And it's all based on science and evolution. It is. But we're going to have you hang on for a second. And before we introduce our guest, we have some amazing news to tell you about our newest and latest passion project. So at The Sexy Lifestyle, we're all about the village. And yes, it takes a village of sex educators to cover all aspects of human sexuality. And yes, we're up for the challenge. We're working hard to bring you all sorts of sexy information, advice, experiences on a sexy, fun, and entertaining platform. We are. So our show, The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David, has been so successful. We're now heard by over a quarter of a million people in 60 countries that we've partnered up with Voice America and World Talk Radio to create a brand new channel, which wait for it, is going to be called the Sexy Lifestyle Channel, and it's going to be dedicated to everything about sex education through open and honest discussions about sex and everything else related to spicing up your sex life. In essence, we're creating a safe space where anyone can listen, learn, and ask questions about sex. We're working to bring 40 to 50 other hosts, sexologists, sex educators, and sexy podcasters, each with their own show, covering all different aspects of sex, sexuality, sexual pleasure, relationships, you name it. You name it. Travel, a whole bunch of stuff. It's so exciting for us. So the Sexy Lifestyle Channel will live on our brand new website, which is being built right now, which you should know is called thesexylifestyle.com. And it's going to house the live streaming software, which is going to be powered by voiceamerica.com. And, you know, it's coming up real soon. We're expecting to do our soft launch in May, and we should be on the air live with all our hosts by June. So each host will have their own webpage on thesexylifestyle.com where they can offer their articles, blogs, books, videos, seminars, retreats, or whatever tools they have to help people spice up their sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Because everybody should live horny. Thesexylifestyle.com will be the place to find out everything about sex and more. So we're going to keep everybody posted about the progress of our new The Sexy Lifestyle channel and our The Sexy Lifestyle website as it moves along, and it's moving along pretty quickly. 
So if you know someone or if you want to be a host or are interested in being a host of your own show on the Sexy Lifestyle channel, then send us an email at ask at carolandavid.com. Now we're so excited to introduce our guest, E, who is an erotic evolution and biology coach, and he works with people to understand themselves at a biological level. He presents information to help others look at their lives and their relationships as biological processes and guides them to consciously evolve to make the changes they want to make. Now, before I welcome E on, you're probably going to recognize his voice because he's the other half of Dragonfly from Pure Orgasmic Love, and he's been on, and he's said some amazing things on some of Dragonfly's show, but on today's show, it's his hour to talk about everything related to men. So, E, welcome to The Sexy Lifestyle. Well, thank you, guys. I'm very happy to be back and to uh, have my own show. This is going to be fun. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking mostly about men, and it's great that we have E here to talk with us about better sex for men because E has worked for 20 years training exotic animals. And that gives him amazing qualifications to talk about this topic today because, after all, men are exotic animals too. Really? We're animals? <laughs> I, oh, yes, we're all animals. Be, I prefer to be an erotic animal. <laughs> I said that. Okay. <laughs> oh, I said we exotic. I said we exotic. You're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, part of relationships is listening. You know, <laughs> communication, you have to speak, you have okay. to be a good listener. Well, how about you are an erotic and exotic animal? Oh, I love it. I love it. There you go. So before we get into your current work, E, let's uh, hear a little bit about your background, your education, and your experience. Yeah, so like, like you said, um, I've spent the last 20 years uh, working with exotic animals. I was actually a zookeeper and an animal trainer for all of those years in different places. Like exactly what you said, uh, training animals and training people, not all that different, um, especially the years I spent training great apes. I actually worked with chimps and gorillas for, for several years. And that's sort of when I started looking at myself as just another great ape and another primate. And that's sort of where all this training came from. Where exactly were you working? Which zoo? Uh, I actually worked with, in multiple zoos all over. I started in California. Uh, I worked in Missouri for a while, and I ended up down here in Tampa, Florida. Beautiful. So. Very cool. And, and and at the zoo, yeah. did you train like dragonflies too? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we used to joke that, that everything is trainable. Uh, even we trained fish and sharks and all kinds of stuff. It's just how much you can ask. Them. Cool. Well, uh, you know, you know, know Dragonfly is going to come on to, <laughs> at the end of the show, and we're going to ask her who trains who in your relationship. Oh, yeah, it, it's very obvious who trains who in our relationship. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. <laughs> now, I know you actually do some work with Dragonfly and the Pure Orgasmic Love brand. Can you tell us a little bit about what you do together? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, as we've kind of developed our our separate companies, we realize that they go together really, really well because what happens is, is I'm working with, with men uh, and, and some women as well. I, I, I do want to point that out. Um, the course I've developed is for men, but I do work with both. And as I was working with people and they were opening up physically and emotionally through the, this process, uh, we realized that her stepping in and helping out with some of the communication aspects and the emotional aspects, uh, it, it overlaps really well. So we've actually developed some programs that we do together. And you do uh, play shops they, together? They, we do. Um, we also, one of our more fun ones, to be honest, is we actually teach uh, sensual kink together. Mm. 
Uh, she teaches some of the communication stuff. I teach some of the masculine energy stuff, and then we put it together and, and have a good time playing with a little BDSM. So mm. uh, that's a fun one. Sounds like <laughs> fun. So now you have this new 12-week program, and we know it's targeted specifically at men to help them have better sex, mm-hmm. you know, by lasting longer and having stronger erections. So what type of men are going to sign up for this course? Uh, to be honest, I have coached men anywhere from early 20s up into their 60s. Uh, so there's really no one profile. But that being said, uh, what I have found is a lot of men who are involved in alternative lifestyles, say, um, whether they consider themselves swingers or polyamorous or exhibitionists, those kinds of things. Um, I got talking to, to men at these events that we teach at. And what I found is a lot of them are using chemical aids uh, when they are at these events because they feel kind of, they want to perform better. They want, you know, if you're performing in a group setting, you don't want to be, you know, the one guy who doesn't perform. So talking to these guys, I realized that I could work with them. I could help them to achieve better performance, longer lasting erections. Uh, Not only that, but also look better when you get to the playroom through natural means, through different things without having to resort to those chemicals. The guys I've worked with have been very happy and and performing well and feel good in the process. So if I understand correctly, the men you're working with aren't men that have real physiological issues. They're guys who just want to get better. They're good, but they want to just better their sex life. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I'm I'm not claiming that I can cure ED or any of those things, but what I have found is that most men through nutrition and movement and reducing some of the stress in their life just naturally feel better and perform better, and who doesn't want that? Absolutely. Um, yeah, you don't have to be broken. No. <laughs> you don't have to be broken to do this, but if you want to get better, I can make it better. Now, two aspects that you just mentioned about your course is certainly diet and exercise. So let's get started mm-hmm. with the diet. And it's such a huge topic for health and wellness in general. So how does your program tackle nutrition specifically for men who want to improve their performance? Okay. Uh, yeah. So nutrition is definitely the foundation because if you think of your, your body as a biological machine, uh, you need to fuel that machine. And if you put the wrong gas in it, then it's not going to perform no matter how big your engine is or how much you work out. So nutrition is definitely the, the foundation. The way I look at nutrition is the same way that I looked at nutrition when I was a zookeeper. Uh, if you have uh, one of your exotic erotic animals, as you put it, uh, in, in the zoo, and uh, the point of zoos, if you think about it, is to get animals to make babies. Because if you're trying to save an endangered species, you want them to make babies. And the way you do that is you make sure that the animals are healthy first through diet and nutrition. Uh, And so when I started looking at human beings as zoo animals, basically, if you you think about us, and, and I know that's a bit of a stretch for people, they don't like to think about that. But if you think about it, we are biological creatures living in an artificial environment. Um, we didn't evolve in, in houses and office buildings and cars. So those are artificial environments. And if you want to be happy and healthy, you need to look back at what we're supposed to be eating naturally. And that's the same thing I did in the zoo. If we got a new animal in, I would research what they ate in the wild, how to keep them as healthy as possible. And that's what I did with myself. 
and then other humans. And if you look at that, that ancestral diet, um, you've probably also heard it called the paleo diet, the primal diet. There's a lot of different names for it. But the big part of it is cutting out a lot of processed food and focusing on good, healthy proteins and vegetables. You, you, mean, uh, processed, and kind of the, you mean processed foods don't grow in the garden? They don't grow in the jungle? Yes. Are you sure <laughs> about that? <laughs> I'm pretty sure humans did evolve eating hydrogenated oil and <laughs> corn syrup and all of those things. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I just want to stop for a second because we're, we're not talking about people going on diets here. We're talking about people eating as, as a lifestyle. And this is about, yes. and, we, and we've spoken about this. We've spoken about this many times. We had lot, we've had lots of amazing sex experts and guests on our show. And this isn't about a binge diet. Uh, this is about eating well. And why don't you just walk mm -hmm. through a couple of steps of some of the things when you go to a supermarket that you're going to want to choose or not choose. And, you know, Carol comes from uh, the food industry, and she always says, stay on the outside aisles where it's always mm -hmm. fresh and colorful. Yeah, that's actually um, the, exactly the advice. I was just, As soon as you said supermarket, I was like, shop the outside. And yeah, it, you're absolutely right. This is not a crash diet. This is not the eat nothing but grapefruit for a month and you'll lose 50 pounds diet. I've been eating this way for 10 years uh, and it's very sustainable. It's, it's very easy. Um, just so you know, when I started eating this way, I dropped 50 pounds very, very quickly. Um, so it does work. I've done it. But yes, when you're at the grocery store, stay on the outside. I usually hit produce first. Fill your cart with, with veggies and a little bit of fruit. Fruit's okay. But lots of veggies. Fill the cart up so that you don't have room for all the other junk. Then go hit your protein and then leave. And leave, yeah. <laughs> Try not to eat anything in the box. <laughs> That's the key. Yep. For sure. And, you know, we, we talk a lot about you know 10 pounds 12 pounds and carol always brings up this analogy if you picked up a case of 12 pounds of butter 10 pounds of butter and just walked around with it all day you wouldn't be able to to keep carrying that box all day it's going to get heavy and we talk about you know having great sex all the time and as guys you know we get this little round belly around our um just mm -hmm. above our waist and you know when you're fucking someone you want to be able to get as close and get your cock as deep as it can get into her pussy. But if you got this 10 pounds of, of weight on your belly, well, you're not getting that full thing in there. So why should it be there? And most of the time, it's just from eating poorly, eating those processed white mm -hmm. flours, white sugars and all that stuff. And Carol and I, um, you know, it's been a year now where we're just trying to eat uh, colorful and fresh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And for guys, that belly is specific to cortisone. So uh, when your stress level goes up, things like that, and eating unhealthy is a stressor uh, on your body, you get extra cortisol, and cortisol makes you store fat right there in your belly, right where you don't want it. For me personally, when I was 50 pounds heavier than I am now, when you look down and all you see is belly and you can't even see your penis, <laughs> uh, that was my, that was my clue. That, that was like, a telltale sign. <laughs> I need to see him as much as possible. If I can't see him, I'm too heavy. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. So now, how do you work with this nutrition in your course? Is it something you teach or you tell them to do it or you analyze each of your each of your men of what they're eating now and analyze what they could do better? Yeah, so uh, when the course starts out, um, there, there's a couple different aspects to it. One is one-on-one -on -one coaching, which is me and, and one guy at a time uh, via Skype typically because you know people are all over the country. 
we talk specifically, what does their diet look like? What are they changing? Because everybody starts in a different place. You know, I coach some guys that want to lose 150 pounds wow. and I'm coaching other guys that are too thin and they want to put on muscle. Mm-hmm. So, so everybody's at a different starting place. Once we start, we have that one-on-one time, then we get everybody sort of moving in the same direction. And then we all come together and we actually have group calls as well. So the guys can support each other and all work together. But it's nutrition from day one. And that actually, that coaching, because you guys know you've changed your diet, mm-hmm. you, you move some stuff around. It's a process. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't happen overnight. By the end of the 12 weeks, you'll have it pretty much figured out. And I think that you can, you know, kind of move on from there. But that, that diet starts off one-on-one, and then we move into the group from there. And do you encourage them to report what they've eaten or to record it at least so they're aware of what's going in their mouth? Yeah, yeah. In the beginning, we, we do that. One of the things I found is that everybody's a little different. Some people really like writing stuff down every day and keeping track of all the minutiae, and, and that keeps them on track. Other people, that pushes them away. So. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so it kind of de- kind of depends on the guy, but most people, yeah, we, we do kind of a daily log, at least for a week, just to give you an idea. Because a lot of times people don't realize how much they're eating or what they're eating, mm-hmm. uh, especially if they work in an office where there's snacks around and, you know, you walk by the cookie platter and you grab a cookie mm-hmm. a couple times a day. Mm-hmm. That adds up. Yeah. All right. Let's remind everybody, this is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carl and David, and we're talking with E from Human Primates. And E, I just want to get a little bit into how couples can help each other go through this. And, you know, we, we've spoken many, many times about how relationships are hard work, and whether it be in the bedroom or, you know, we've been to on, on trips and vacations together, and everybody works at their relationship. How can a couple... I know Carol and I work on it all the time, help each other through those days where you just want to feel like eating hot dogs and fries. And ice cream. And ice cream and chocolate. (laughs) Uh, Have a good cheat day, as we say. Yeah, this is obviously, you know, when I'm coaching the men, this is a men's group, but obviously families are involved, relationships are involved because you don't eat in solitude typically, especially with the nutrition stuff. It's, It's a family Family thing. For us, it was a little easier, to be honest, because I do all of our shopping and cooking. I, I just love the process of it. So when I changed my diet, the whole family changed their diet. They didn't really have a choice because I made all the food. <laughs> so I know that's not the case in every house. And so definitely support from your partner on those days where they're like, if they're making food, make sure that they're cooking something that fits into your diet, that kind of stuff. But the emotional support is huge. Uh, changing your diet, changing your routine, making big life changes can can be tough. And, it, you know, if your partner's not in your corner, then it makes it even harder. So I would say if, if any men are interested in this and their wives are listening uh, or their partners are listening, just be supportive. Uh, it's going to seem weird at first because you're probably going to make some major, major changes in your life. But those conversations about the changes you're making and your goal setting – uh, we have found tend to bring couples closer together. You know, it gives you something to work on together. It gives you a project. You guys go to the gym, yeah. would you say, three times a week together? Five, um, five times a week. That's huge. Yeah. Five times a week yeah. together. Yeah, that's yeah. huge for your relationship. Yeah, absolutely. You know? It is. And we'll talk We'll talk a little bit more about couples um, when we bring Dragonfly on later. But I just want to yeah, get absolutely. back on topic here for a second and talk about, because we're, we're talking about diet and hormone levels. And... Mm-hmm. 
let's just get into how and why they affect the quality of getting a nice big hard cock that our partners love to have. Right. I want to know. That, that is true. Who doesn't love that, right? So, so for guys, the, the big one is testosterone. As, as we get older, and I'm 40, so I'm, I'm, I'm into the older phase at this point, your testosterone naturally wanes off as you get older, a little bit. It doesn't need to crash like, like a lot of guys do, but it does wane, so you got to put a little more work into it. But if you eat clean, one of the things that does is it balances your hormone levels back out to where they're supposed to be. And your, your body's really good at maintaining a hormone balance as long as it's getting all the, the pieces that it needs to build that. Uh, one of the big ones for guys, believe it or not, is cholesterol. It, it's been villainized and kind of been the Darth Vader of nutrients for a long time. But cholesterol is actually a fundamental building block in testosterone. So by eating good meat, eating good eggs, things like that, to keep that cholesterol level up, your body's able to build testosterone, which is where big hard cocks and big strong muscles come from. Now, your so, body, your body naturally makes its own cholesterol, and you also ingest cholesterol together. I mean, both both those things yeah. happen. Yeah, exactly. And but a lot of people, because they're trying to keep their cholesterol down, because oh, okay. they've heard a bunch of bad science. To- um, <laughs> over right. the years that they, they, you know, how long were, were eggs, you know, don't eat the yes, yellows I of eggs because that, yeah. it has cholesterol in it. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. turns out you actually need that cholesterol. Right, right. So getting that testosterone up through not only the nutrition, but the exercise is probably the most important piece of having big, strong erections naturally. Now, uh, can you just tell us a little bit about what testosterone does for the body? So testosterone is a building hormone. So if you want to build muscle, which again, sort of a a big circle. So testosterone is the hormone that lets you build muscle. Once your muscle is built, it maintains your lean body. It burns more fat. It keeps your testosterone high. So the, you get a little bump in testosterone that helps you build muscle that muscle then helps you maintain your testosterone and your your healthy levels as Got you it. go forward. Got it. Thank you. Beautiful. Okay, yeah. I'm going to mm-hmm. ask you to hang on for one second. We're going to take a short break. Not a problem. And when we come okay. back, we're going to talk about muscle, women, less fat, stress, <laughs> erections, and hormone levels. So everybody hang on. We're going to remind you this is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David. And when we come back, we're going to talk a lot more about E from humanprimates.com. So just hang on. We'll be right back. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. 
You are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David and we're talking with E from humanprimates.com, erotic evolution and biology coach. Now we're going to get into a topic that affects most people today than ever, more than ever, which is stress. But let's just go back to what we were just talking about. And I want to get into how exercise also affects hormone levels and those amazing erections we were just talking about. Yeah, so exercise is, if done properly, uh, I'd like to put that caveat in there. Uh, A lot of people think that you have to exercise a lot more than you actually need to for good hormone balance. A couple of triggers a week to to get up and moving is probably good for most people. But again, just like we talked about with the testosterone, as you build muscle and as you use that muscle through exercise, it will automatically level itself out. Like your body knows that, oh, we move on a regular basis. I need to be able to move on a regular basis. So it's going to maintain your hormone levels and all of those kinds of things, uh, which again, the side effect of that is your stronger, healthier erections, even though that's kind of the goal for most of us and sort of a side effect of being healthy and yeah. feeling better and just performing better in general in life. So the harder you work out, the harder your erection <laughs> and the better it is for your partner. To a point, it is possible to over-exercise. I just want to point that out. Uh, One thing to remember is that exercise is a stress on the body. So if you overdo it, just like any other stress, it actually ends up doing more harm than good. Keep that in mind. Don't go running eight hours a day just to to have better erections. It won't help. (laughs) That's an amazing segue. It's an amazing segue into our next section because now we're going to be talking all about Stress. Yeah, you know what? There's been headlines okay. everywhere about negative effects of stress that uh, on the body. Been around for decades, you know. And I don't think we're ever going to be able to get rid of stress completely. But there's, we certainly have to work on how to reduce stress. How in our are lives. we ever going to get rid of stress when you know in a relationship you have two different people, two different ways of thinking, and stress is just part of relationships, which is the hard work that goes into creating a happy, healthy, and horny environment. So let's talk about your 12-week program, how you coach men, and how we try and get that stress level down to the bare minimum. Yeah, so like, like you said, stress is slowly kind of works away at the body. Very rarely do you have a stressful event that you're, you know, something major happens. It kind of builds up over time. Uh, and what that is real quick, if you look back at our evolutionary past, uh, if you're walking through the high grass in Africa and something moves in the grass, that could be lunch or it could be something that wants to make you lunch. Yes. Um, so your body reacts, the stress response that what you've probably heard called the fight or flight response is that your body dumps all these chemicals into your body that makes you much more focused. It makes you, it, your heart rate goes up. All of those things happen because you may have to run for your life. That's what your body thinks. The problem is modern life when you get an email from your boss, your body has the same response that it did when it thought there was a lion in the grass. Probably doesn't need to be that stressful for you, <laughs> unless your boss is going to eat you. But I don't think that's <laughs> probably not going to happen. Not today. Um, not today. But the problem is that 
we have all of these triggers that stress us out and our body thinks that we're constantly at threat. And so that's where it kind of slowly wears away at itself. One of the things we look at with guys is all of the things that can be stressful that you don't realize are stressful. Uh, I can't change your work environment. I can't make your kids behave. I can't do any of those things that add stress to your life. But I can help point out one with nutrition. Um, eating an unhealthy diet is extremely stressful on your body. Your body actually responds like it's in danger because it doesn't recognize that most processed food, it doesn't really recognize it as food and it stresses you out. Another big one for guys is screen time. Being in front of a computer, cell phone, TV, especially after dark, because your body is very sensitive to sunlight and especially the blue spectrum of light, which is the spectrum that computers and stuff give off. And if you stay up late watching TV every night, your body's getting stressed out because it's getting all this extra light that it's not sure what to do with. So we look at things like getting off your computer earlier, don't watch TV right before bed, uh, things like that to help reduce these these stresses that you probably didn't even realize were stressing. Yeah, uh, I like I said, so... No, I yeah. had no idea that that was stressing the body. So these hormones are being dumped into our bloodstream by having these stresses that we're not even aware of. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. And when you clean out a lot of these little stresses from your life, now all you have to do is, is the big ones, and it's a lot easier. Right. Um, so that's, that's sort of one of the things to do. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to ask another question about hard cops. Okay. Because, okay. you know, I need to have a hard <laughs> cop for you, do. you, babe. I know, I love your hard cop, You cock, love baby. my hard cop. Yeah. We were saying the other day you wanted it hard for another 30 years. Yeah. So, E, tell me how, by reducing stress, I'm going to have a hard cock for years and years and years to come. <laughs> Again, it's this. It's the same hormone loop. This is it. There's a lot of different ways to look at it, but it it's always comes back to the same thing. If you are stressed out and you have a lot of cortisol in your body, one of the things that cortisol does is it drops your testosterone level. So you're actually hurting your testosterone level by having too much cortisol. And the other thing cortisol does is it makes you store fat. So you don't look as good and you don't feel as good because you're overweight, but also your testosterone will come down. So it's just this vicious circle that goes around and around. So if you can reduce your stress, get your testosterone up, you'll have a nice hard cock as long as you want. Yay. So, Love it. So our, our tagline, <laughs> live happy, healthy, and horny. Happy is stress less. Yes. Healthy yep. is eating well. Yes. And that's why right. I, I, I exercise. I'm happy. And I walk around with this hard cock all the time. And you're like, put that away. We only have sex four times a week. You can't do it eight times a week. Oh, he sounds like a poor, deprived boy. I am right? not deprived at all. I'm just saying I'm, I'm, living, I'm living exactly what he's talking yes, about. Yes, happy, healthy, and horny. Happy, That's what it's all and about. Horny, for and sure. you can't be happy if you're not healthy, and you can't be healthy if you're not happy, by, and you can't be horny if you're not healthy. Exactly. All they all things. go together. Exactly. Perfect. Mm -hmm. so that, and that's why we all get along. We all think the same way. Let's remind everybody, this is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David, and we're talking with E from Human Primates. So now one of the things <laughs> that you did mention is all about the support group. I know you have some one-on-one -on -one <laughs> time with your uh, people in this course, but you also do a group session so that they can support each other. And so tell us why the support is so critical to the success of your program. Yeah, that was an, another aspect. That, and, and to be completely transparent, this is the part of the program that 
came about at the end because this is the hardest for me personally. And that is looking back at the, at the way, again, the way humans evolved in, in our early years, 200,000 years ago up through about 10,000 years ago, we lived in small hunter-gatherer groups. And what would happen is the men would get together and go off in hunting groups and a lot of times hunt dangerous animals. You know, if you're hunting a woolly mammoth with a pointy stick, you, you got to trust the guys you're with. That's a dangerous pursuit. And the women would go off and gather uh, and take care of the young and they would hang out together. What I think happened is we evolved into like men kind of need a group of men to go do stuff with um, or to be connected with. And that's sort of part of who we are. Uh, and the reason this is hard for me is I am an introvert by nature, uh, and I tend to like my quiet alone time. <laughs> and so I realized looking at this, I'm like, wow, I don't really have a group of guys that I have bonded with, that I go do stuff with, and I'm kind of missing out on that. Um, I think it's important. So one of the things I built into this program is these group sessions and this group connection so that all of these guys that are going through these big life changes, you know, if you're trying to lose weight and changing your diet and exercising and, and kind of stirring your whole life up, I wanted them to have a support group, not just me. So everyone is connected to each other within the group so that we can support each other. So that when you're having that day, like I just want to eat all the chocolate, like that's all I want today. You can, you know, text your buddy and be like, hey, I'm having a bad day and they can talk you through it or give you a swift kick in the ass or whatever it is you need to, to get through the day. So I felt like that was an important component. Yeah, and I agree. And I just want to tell you, though, that the day you have your little pointy stick and you're walking through the grass to kill that woolly mammoth, David will be beside you. I'm sure of that. Absolutely. Awesome. I got awesome. you back, buddy. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> now, a lot of times these groups you know, that you're saying you're an introvert, so maybe you're not uh, as easily connecting with them, but you're going to work with these people and you're going to get that part of the mm -hmm. humanistic experience back in place. But communication and connection is the key to having a support group and actually sharing with them, right? So why don't we talk a little bit about how um, the communication and connection and emotion all go together in your support group? Yeah. And again, that that's the beginning part of it is kind of the bonding with the other guys in the group uh, over nutrition and exercise and that kind of stuff. Working towards, towards the end of the 12 weeks, we do get into sort of the evolution of emotions and dealing with your emotions and being vulnerable. Uh, and that that is where Dragonfly comes in at the end to help me out with that because that's very much her wheelhouse and what she does. So as, we, as the guys kind of bond together and, and become this one unit as you work through the program, it gets more and it gets deeper, I guess is the best way to put it, where we, we start being vulnerable with each other and talking to each other about things that are going on in our lives, whether that's your, your spouse or your kids. And, and it sort of gives you bonding experience. And then we're also going to work with how to communicate, how to be vulnerable, how to listen. You know, most people have taken, maybe in college, you take a public speaking class, but who's ever taken a listening class? Yeah, How do you many. listen to your partner? Mm -hmm. Right. So by teaching those skills uh, to the men, that's something that they can then go with their spouse and learn to communicate better, learn to be vulnerable, learn to be emotionally open, which, as you guys know, is 
kind of a key component to having a long, healthy relationship. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I want to stay on that vulnerability point for a second because so many guys are think they're macho and think, you know, for them to open up and say, I have a problem, I can't do this. It's really, really hard. So how within that group do you create that level of comfort and relaxation with no stress and say, boys, we're all in this together. What can we help each other do to open up and talk about our vulnerabilities so we can help fix those issues that we might not want to normally talk about? Yeah. And, and that's, you're absolutely right. That's hard for guys. Uh, we don't want to open up, especially if other guys you don't know. That can be a little scary. So that's why those types of things are at the end of the course. In the beginning, we're just talking about nutrition and movement and those kinds of things. And it's a little easier for guys to talk about that stuff and to build that connection with each other. And then as we move through the course, one of the things Dragonfly always talks about is having a safe container. When we do an event or uh, a group, you always, you explain the container. Nothing comes in or out of that container. It's a safe place. And and that's what I create with these guys is there's only 12 guys in a group that that's as big as they'll ever be. And then you get to know each other over time. You get to trust each other. You get to feel safe. You have that container so that as the weeks progress, you're able to talk about things that are more and more vulnerable. And it's sort of built into the program that it, it slowly expands. We don't start off day one, you know, tell me about your worst childhood incident. We don't start off with that. We work towards that kind of connection because it, it is, it's hard for guys. And, you know, we're told that we need to be tough and manly, but then we're also told that we need to be sensitive and, and all this stuff. And a lot of times we get mixed messages. So this progression kind of works us through all of those things till the end when you can be a little more vulnerable and open. Absolutely. Sounds like an amazing course. Uh, e, before we get on to our sexy myth-busting game, why don't we just, you just take a second and just tell everybody uh, the name of the website and the best way to reach out to you about uh, your course. Sure. It's humanprimates.com, and there's contact form on there if, if, on the, the coaching page if they want to shoot me a, an email and, and I can answer any questions. Phone number's on there if they want to give me a call. Uh, and just so you know, human primates, where that name came from, is that's how zookeepers refer to people. Um, when you're in the, just so you know, when you're in the zoo, you have human primates and non-human primates. Uh, okay. That's how we would separate the two. So that's where that came from. <laughs> Beautiful. All right, E, hang on. Uh, we're going to remind everyone, okay. this, is, this is the Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David, and today we're talking with E from humanprimates.com, erotic evolution and biology coach. And when we come back, we're going to be getting into our sexy myth busting game. So just hang on. We'll be right back. This portion of the sexy lifestyle with Carol and David is sponsored by Naughty in Norlands, July 25 to 30, 2018. Naughty in Norlands is the largest lifestyle convention for couples in the world. With over a thousand couples, this event is not only a full takeover of one of French Quarter's biggest hotels, it's a takeover of Bourbon Street too. It absolutely is. So join us for a five-day, four-night hotel takeover alternative lifestyle convention. It's a gathering of amazing open-minded couples who are all interested in exploring their sexuality while visiting one of the sexiest cities in the world, New Orleans. Check out our website for all the details, thesexylifestyle.com, travel and events page, 
And if you want to get a chance to win a free entrance pass to Naughty Norleans, and that's an amazing value of $625, then send us an email at ask at carolandavid.com. This is the last week for our contest, and we'll be announcing the winner next week. And of course, we're going to be the king and queen, reigning king and queen of Naughty and Orleans. We get to lead the parade, and it's absolutely the most amazing spectacle seeing a thousand or fifteen hundred open-minded sexy people on Bourbon Street parading down talking about everything good about sex and sexuality so you don't want to miss this event all right this is the sexy lifestyle we are Carol and David today we're talking with E from humanprimates.com and now it's time for our sexy myth-busting game and we're gonna talk all about amazing erections Each show, we invite our sexpert guests to bust a few sexy, fun myths to help us filter through some of that misinformation that we find out there on the internet, especially when it comes to the topic of sex and sexuality. So let's get started. Are you ready, E? All right. I'm getting hard just thinking about this. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Should I go first? You always go first. Okay. So here's a myth. You got to tell us, is this a myth or a fact? Erection problems are triggered by a lack of sexual desire. Yeah, I, I think that uh, erection problems and a lack of desire are both symptoms typically of the same thing. They're, they, I don't think they cause each other. Again, for me, what I have seen is a lot of, as we've been talking about, that hormone balance being off uh, from poor nutrition and too much stress. What that does is when the hormones aren't there, your erections aren't as strong. And But then it also, if your testosterone gets low, it lowers your libido as well. And you just don't have that desire to go out and try to have sex because your your body is saying, no, something's not right. We're, we don't need to make babies right now. We're not healthy. Right, so. exactly. All right. Yeah. Here's, here's another myth. If you wear <laughs> snug underwear, tight underwear, you can harm your ability to have a hard cock. It doesn't so much affect your ability to have a hard cock. It, what it does, is, and this is actually, some again, some fun biology stuff. Uh, the reason... Humans, like most primates, have external testicles. The reason our testicles hang outside of our body cavity is because cooler air is better for sperm production. So what I would say wearing snug underwear that holds your testicles right up against your body where they're warm, that could affect your sperm count. And they have shown that that can affect your ability to have babies. If you're not worried about having babies, if you're just having a good time, it shouldn't affect your erection as much. But but it definitely could affect your, your ability to reproduce. And besides that horrible zipper, what about us guys who don't wear any underwear? <laughs> yeah, that's unless you're not as long as you're not wearing too tight pants, um, it's fine. Yeah. Let it let it hang out there. Well, David's <laughs> half the time naked anyway, so we're good to that's go. Yeah, exactly. Like it's perfect. Not Perfect. that we're worried about making babies. Believe me, those days are far gone. I think six kids is enough. I don't think we need any more than that. Yes. <laughs> Here's one. I would agree. Yes. Uh, myth number three is um, erection, erection problems are something that happens to every man as he ages. Yeah. Again, like we said earlier, I think as we get older and our our testosterone drop naturally, things like that, that that definitely, I mean, we all remember being 18 and you could just go as many times as you wanted, as often as you wanted. And, and some of that goes away as you get older, but I don't think it needs to drop off as much as people have accepted it now. I know a lot of people that once they hit 40, they're like, well, I'm 40. I just, I'm not supposed to want to have sex anymore. And so they don't no, realize that true. they don't realize it's probably the nutrition <laughs> and everything else that's bad in their life Absolutely. that's stopping it. Okay. So they yeah, think it's exactly. just natural. I, right. Exactly. Right. And 
a little bit of it's natural, but I don't think to the level that, that most people see. I think that if you take care of yourself, you can be, as you guys say, happy, healthy, and horny a lot, lot longer than most people are. All right, I have one for you. And um, okay. it, it might be out of the blue here, but I was just thinking about it because we didn't get much <laughs> sleep last night. But uh, sleep does not affect your ability to have great sex or erections. Sleep absolutely affects your ability to have have erections. And, and pulling in all, a sexy all-nighter once in a while is not a problem. But regularly, you need to be getting enough sleep. That's when your body heals. That's when it's taking all those things like cholesterol and, and amino acids and all those nutrients that are coming in, that's when it's putting them all together and healing your body. So if you want to be healthy and, and nice and strong, we always recommend go to bed early and just get up and have great morning sex. Yay, that's the best. So. I love that. <laughs> but definitely more morning than evening, that's Absolutely. for sure. Yeah, us too. <laughs> okay, here's one. Exercise is good for you, but bike riding and bike riding can't hurt. Exercise, again, is a stressor. So there, it, it's sort of a bell curve where some exercise is really good, but you can't overdo it. Again, with guys, bike riding, it's the seat you got to worry about. Uh, if you're sitting on your testicles for a long period of time, you can do some damage. So be aware of that. But no, a, a bike ride once a week or a couple times a week with, with your family and cruising around, absolutely good for you. You're not going to do too much damage. If you are training for the Tour de France and you're on your bike eight hours a day, you may want to look at some something else. <laughs> like a really comfortable seat, right? Something that's going to yeah, exactly. not hurt one those, of those big, wide, fat ones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for sure. Here's another one. Erection issues mainly okay. come from lacking confidence in the bedroom. That could be part of it. Um, I think that there's a lot of psychological aspects that go into this. Uh, and, and I'm sure you guys have seen this. Depending on where your mindset is, your body responds in very different ways. If you walk into a room and you feel really good about yourself, your body is going to look and act different than if you go in and you're really worried and nervous and stressed out. That, so I do believe that a lot of erection issues, particularly in, you know, the swinger lifestyle, uh, group situations, that kind of thing. Uh, a lot of it is psychosomatic. And again, that's where, where my lovely wife Dragonfly comes in and helps coach men um, through, through the confidence side of it. So again, it's that kind of two battle, make sure your, your hormones are good and you're well balanced. And then she can help you with the psychological stuff and you'll be be good to go. Yeah. All right. Beautiful. Well, one more myth before we bring your lovely wife, Dragonfly, on. And this one, which is, you know, so prominent out there now, which is drugs like Viagra make erections happen. Well, what they do is they actually make changes in your body that it makes it easier to have erections, but it's, it's not the cure-all. It's not like it automatically makes everything work. And there can be side effects and, and other things as well. So, we always, I don't like to to downplay the use of Viagra and stuff because I know a lot of guys use it both for fun and as, as a kind of a necessity. But I really feel like if you have a good, solid, healthy foundation in your, your biological machine, that they aren't nearly as necessary as the amount that we see them being used, for sure. Right. And, and one of the important things about Viagra is you still need to be turned on. You still need to be excited. So, you know, if yep. you're healthy and you're fit and you're turned on, what you're saying is, you know, you should still be able to get an erection. 
Unless there's a a physical issue. Yes, with ED if it's... Yeah, there are other issues out there when it comes to to erectile dysfunction. I I don't want to make this sound like this is a cure-all for everything. We have found that through nutrition and movement and stress reduction, 75 to 80% of most of the issues people are having in this this kind of arena go away because a big part of it's the mental. Again, like I said, it's when you look good, you feel good about yourself. You guys know that. You guys look great. That helps when you walk into a room and you feel good, like you're in good shape. So Absolutely. All right, E, your portion of the show is done. You go get your beautiful wife. Done. Um, she all is, right. She is going to come on after this commercial, and we're going to talk all about sexy things and couples and how you guys work together and help other couples have amazing sex lives. So just... Hang on. Uh, this is the Sexy Life okay. Show. We are Carol and David. And coming up next is our favorite segment of our show, which is Great Sex Matters. And we're going to be welcoming, like I said, Dragonfly from Pure Orgasmic Love. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. This segment is sponsored by Luxury Lifestyle Vacations and their Alaska Splendor Sexy Cruise, June 17 to 24, 2018. If you're looking for an upscale lifestyle event, then join us on the sexy cruise aboard the Crystal Symphony Luxury Cruise Ship, departing from Vancouver, B.C., cruising up through the Inside Passage deep into Alaska with the super sexy team at Luxury Lifestyle Vacations. Have you been dreaming about visiting the wide expanses of wilderness filled with glaciers and grizzlies? Alaska's remote and wondrous landscape is a dream vacation for so many, so why not spend it? with lots of other like-minded, sexy other friends just like us. Check out our website for all the details, thesexylifestyle.com, travel and events page, or contact us for more information at ask at carolandavid.com. You are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at carolandavid.com and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. All right. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David and uh, we've been having a great discussion with E from humanprimates.com and now we are so thrilled to introduce... Uh, He's better half Dragonfly from Pure Orgasmic Love. She's been on our show many times. She's one of the most amazing sexologists we know out there. And she's going to be joining in on this segment, uh, which is our favorite part of the show, because we get to talk about great sex because... Great sex matters, and we all deserve it. So welcome, Dragonfly, and thanks for joining us. Good morning, Carol and David. How are you two today? We're great. Thank you so much. So, (laughs) so, you know, we were talking about the importance of a support group for anyone going through any transformational process, no matter what type it is. But when it comes to making changes to have better sex, it's also important to have your partner supporting you as much as possible. I think that's why we wanted to have Dragonfly on the show. Well, we always want Dragonfly on our show. She's so amazing. She's so intelligent. She has such good things to say. But we wanted to add the, you know, the female point of view about supporting your partner throughout the courses like um, he has for men so everybody can have better sex because if men are supporting and supporting each other and women are supporting each other as a society, everybody should be having great sex. Well, that would be nice for Most sure. Definitely. <laughs> We should all be supporting each other. It's like a fantastic thing to do. Absolutely. So, you know, (laughs) one of the things I guess we should figure out to start off with, with your partner, how do you get them to open up about their sexual issues, you know, without shame or embarrassment? 
You know, that's, that's, that's one I deal with a lot, a lot, because we all have some form of judgment we've dealt with. We all have some form of shame we've dealt with, like not even sometimes realizing that we're holding on to it because we've been through it. Our bodies remember, right? So the first thing that I would suggest to remember is the importance of safety, feeling safe. You know, when you feel safe, you allow yourself and your partner to fully open up and to be vulnerable and open and honest. If you don't feel safe, how are you even going to get to that place, right? If you're feeling like you're going to be judged, you're not going to open up. If you feel like you're safe and you're not going to be judged, you're going to open up. The second thing is timing. When is a good time? It's definitely not a good time to say, hey, baby, I've got something to talk to you about right when you walk in from work. <laughs> not not a good time. You know, is it a good time when you are already talking about a heated conversation to bring up something that's important to you? Probably not. That's probably not the time to want to talk about vulnerable sexual issues or embarrassment that you've been having with your current partner or maybe even other partners. The third would be, Start with things that aren't as hard. Start with things that are the easier of the things that you need to talk about. You know, build in that safety. Remember, it's hard on both ends. It's hard to hear it, and it's also hard to say it. So you're looking at it being hard from both ends. So if you can create that safe container like we talked about, it allows space for you guys to intimately engage in the conversation and to actually it allows for you both to be in an intimate conversation and having that, that conversation. So you're going to get a lot further than you would if you were you know, saying something right when they get home or doing it in a space that doesn't feel safe to you. So can you suggest a timing that might be supportive? You know, I think that's going to look different for everybody. Obviously, everything we talk about is kind of, it's it's kind of particular to each couple, right? We're we're all the same essentially. We're all human beings, yet all of our relationships may look a little bit differently. So, for example, for myself, I can tell you a good time for us to bring up things like this could be on our walks. We do a daily walk together in the morning. You know, it's part of our movement routine. So that is a safe space for both of us. We have created that to be a safe space. So for us, sometimes we will bring things up during our walk. Sometimes we will bring things up and set aside that time specifically for this. This is what we're doing right now. So this here, is what we're going to be talking about. So it sounds like the first step before even opening up the dialogue is to set up a safe space where that dialogue can be heard and we can use our listening yeah, skills definitely. and our communication skills with each other. Yeah, most definitely. And it could be different places for different people. Like, I don't go right into suggesting the bedroom because that's supposed to be a sacred space. That's supposed to be your pleasure area, correct? So for some people, they may not see those vulnerable conversations as being pleasure in that area, and it may taint that for them. Mm -hmm. Some people may want to sit on on their lanai or put a blanket out on the grass and talk out on the grass and they feel safe in nature. So you make it work for you. Where are the places that are working for you? Where do you feel safe? And that in itself is a conversation with your partner, right? So my, where I feel safe and want to talk may be different from where E does. So there's negotiation in that as well. Like, okay, 
well, we both like it outside. You want to be walking. I want to be sitting. How about we start the beginning conversation walking and we end the conversation sitting? Yeah, you know, nice. it, it, it's going to look different for everybody. So you just find out what works for you. And that's the place you go to. Now, I mean, that doesn't mean that every person in this course is someone with um, sexual issue, which you need to discuss with your partner. But even if it's to get better about what you're doing well already, communication is still key to every relationship. And so how can the female partner contribute to the program to encourage their man to, to keep it up and keep going at it? Keep it up. <laughs> I like that. Keep, yeah, to keep it up, right? Yeah. So I, I, you are 100% correct by saying communication, communication is the key to every relationship. Communication is a foundational component to a healthy relationship. So anytime somebody starts something new, there can be unknowns. You're, you're not sure what to expect, right? So that can be scary in itself. So being a supportive role overall, just overall, no matter what happens, I'm going to be here to support you. I'm going to be here to listen to you. I'm going to be here to help you maybe feel through some things that you're having trouble um, coming to grips with. And it may, a lot of this is internal for people. A lot of our, 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 our motion propelling us forward is our own, is our own discovery. So it starts with ourselves and then what could look like is the partner supporting in that role is hearing their partner's feelings, maybe even helping them discover their wants and desires. That's also opening that dialogue between the couples. I myself want him to be the best human being he can be. So I love him and that looks different ways. For us, that has looked like me knowing that some moments may be a little difficult. Maybe he might be taking some time for himself that he wasn't taking before, and that's actually taking away time from me. Those seem like negatives. Yet, if I frame that in a different light and I think, okay, I'm going to have more connective time with him by saying and supporting his time taken by himself. So that in itself can be a little hard to get through for both parties, right? Mm -hmm. So being that woman in support, being that partner in support is just keeping the mindset of no matter what happens in this, we're here together, just like always, and I'm going to check in with him and what he needs for me to support him. And that I feel is the biggest thing in being a supportive partner is checking in with your partner to see where they need support because I can guess where he needs support, but they may not be the best place for me to be supporting him in. So keeping that dialogue open, keeping that communication open and how do you need me to support you? Beautiful. And if you don't know, that's okay too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's about discovery, right? Mm-hmm. All of this is about the journey. All of it is about the discovery together. Absolutely. So that's what we're going to keep bringing it back to. Okay, I'm going to bring E back into the conversation. I'm going to ask. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to ask him. the The goal of of your courses are all about having better sex with your partner. So, E, how much of the program do you think the partner should be involved in, in terms of not just support, but you know? After, you know, course one, course two, course three, all the way up to 12, should they be involved in each portion of it or should it be done in, in, in segments? Yeah, I think that, that your partner is going to be involved. 
throughout the entire course. Like I said, in the beginning, it's going to be more support in the kitchen or going out to eat, things like that, because you're going to be changing your, your daily routine and your nutrition. As we get further into the course, a few things happen. One is as we get deeper into the material and we start really opening up and looking at things, there are actually going to be exercises to do with your partner. That's part of the homework of the course is actually some of the conversations are going to be a little more structured to work with your partner. So they definitely get more involved towards the end of the course, but they definitely, you want that support there through the whole thing. And we know in, in courses like this, you know, everybody has their ups and downs and, and this change, mm -hmm. you know, it doesn't happen overnight. Night 12 weeks is, you know, three months of your life. What do couples are, what, what do they do to, you know, get through the, oh, I really don't want to do this anymore part of the course and get to the end where they're going to see all the benefits from putting, you know, one to 12 together. It, we all have those dark days. Um, it happens to all of us, even those of us that are coaching this stuff. So that is absolutely true. And everyone has them typically at different times, uh, which is nice. That, that's part of the reason that we, I do this as a group of guys instead of individual, because I want the guys to support each other as well in your dark times. But for sure, your your partner is going to be there from the beginning through the end. But the other thing that happens with this course is as you feel better and as, you know, if you're trying to lose some weight, maybe that weight comes off a little bit, you're starting to feel better. Guys, usually you can see a difference within the first 30 days. So by the time you get to the end, you feel pretty good. You're probably starting to feel a little frisky. So your partner should notice a positive upturn by the, and I mean that literally positive upturn, <laughs> uh, by, the, <laughs> by the end of the course to where it, the positives sort of drive future growth. Because if you start being positively reinforced, like all of a sudden your, your husband is happier and hornier than he's been in a while, that's going to make everything a little better in your Absolutely. life. So. Absolutely. I also want to interject it. It's, it's not about, it's about celebrating the small ones, building yourself towards the larger ones, right? So it's not about just setting that goal at the end and saying, okay, I'm going to get there. That can stress you out as well. It's about celebrating the small wins that you're going to have because you're going to have those small wins. And so by celebrating those, you're consistently staying positive supporting yourself yeah, yeah, exactly. you're just consistently thinking positive because like you said this doesn't happen overnight mm -hmm, so right. let's celebrate as we go along and not just at the end right and dragonfly and e we, we'll get into this question together but you know carol and i since the first show we did we always talk about the need to balance family work relationships sex where they all stay on the same priority so how do you coach people to balance this change in their lives, which is going to be, you know, focusing on eating, focusing on exercise. Now they have to focus on sex, their relationships, work, and family. How do you how do you make this a beautiful marriage where everything works together and they end up being a happier, healthier, and hornier couple? Right. That's a huge question, actually, because as you're saying all those things, I'm getting overwhelmed. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh, so much. It's right. A lot. So. Balance is really important in everything we do, really. Balance in 2018 has been my my thing forward, going forward is balance. Balance just keeps coming into it. What I would say, first of all, is 
keep in mind and realistically look at your current schedule. What are you doing currently? Because we all have wasted hours. And I say that hours in a day, usually that could be, yeah, mindfully going over social media, like how many people you just sit there and you can tell what they're doing. They're swipe, swipe, swiping, swiping, they're swiping, (laughs) they're either swiping or scrolling on their phone and having that wasted time. So look at where you can make some modifications. Where can you, where can you change some timing at? The other thing is integrating these things that you're doing with your partner or with your children. Mm-hmm. So like having an evening with the whole family to be cooking, like give your children some things. You, you have these basic straining things, you know, that you could be stirring something along with your husband or the wife being the sous chef and the chef. There's a lot of things that you can integrate into the program process. Absolutely. And, you know, Carol and I are going through a very busy time in our lives. We have our new radio channel that's starting up that we spoke about a little earlier, and we'll be talking about a little more in the upcoming weeks on our shows. We have our movie project, which is in pre-production. We have a new website coming up, and we have our Throws of Passion blanket. And we found um, since Christmas that you know, we were forgetting a little bit about us and about having sex. And you think, hey, swingers, you know, they're out there fucking everybody all the time. But no, it was lacking. And a couple of weeks ago, we sat down and said, you know what, we're going to make time three times a week where we focus on us and our sex. And, you know, we go to the gym three days a week with a trainer. We go to the gym twice a week um, on on our own. So, you know, you have to talk to your partner. You have to sit down and make sure that everything's in line and you get everything done. But like you said, get rid of that wasted time and make it productive time. Well, most definitely, but setting aside that time, you have the desire to do that with your partner. That's the first thing. You have to want to do it. So we're assuming that everybody that's listening wants to do it. They want to have more connective intimacy with their partners, right? So setting aside that time saying, okay, on Friday, we're not night, we're going to have date night. And every Friday, not Friday night, you have date night and you go ahead and get that babysitter or something. And then maybe it's setting aside some time when the kids are taking their nap to have some sexy time or just to give each other a mutually erotic massage. Mm -hmm. There's things that you can, you can find different pieces of time everywhere that you look really like right now, after we get off here, we could take 15 minutes Mm -hmm. and go have some sex. So could we, we We just might have to do it. You can too. (laughs) Or, or, have going a, to. or have a shower <laughs> together. You know, it's it's not about always fucking. It's about having that um, no. passionate, in, in erotic intimate time, time together. together exactly. Intimate time together, absolutely. Well, uh, and you know what? A lot, of, a lot of times people will say, you don't always, like you're a somatic sexologist, you don't always talk about sex. You talk about other things. And I'm like, yeah, but that's the road to creating that erotic sex that I want you to have. I want you to start taking walks together, taking showers together. These are things that we do all the time together. I actually have to ask for my alone time. I have to advocate for myself to have the alone time because we've built this in. This is a choice we've made. We want this to be our lives. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well said. All right. Let's remind everybody, this is a sexy lifestyle. We are Carol and David. And now it's time for some real advice. What would you say are the top two things that a couple could do tonight to increase their intimacy and enjoy some great sex together? So, Dragonfly, you get one, and (laughs) E, you get the other one. Okay. 
<laughs> All right, so I will go first. Mine is actually going for a walk together. Uh, that does a couple of things, depending on the time of day. If you can get out during the day when the sun's still up, getting a little vitamin D and some fresh air, uh, and taking, we like 30 to 40 minutes. That's a mile and a half to two miles at a normal walking pace. You know, if you want to do it tonight, go out and have it. If it's not, what would you guys Rating say? Like 10 snowing. below? Mine is 10, yeah. <laughs> Mine is 10, but it's yeah. getting nicer. If you, can, if you can get outside, uh, go for a nice walk under the moon and, and leave your phone at home. But no electronics, just go for a walk and talk and listen to each other. That's you know what? I and, and I do have to throw in, even if it's 18 below, most people that live in 18 below weather, they're, they're equipped for that, right? So you have the gloves, the hats, the the. You're the absolutely coat, right. The, you the are right. Hands. They have that. So why don't we reframe it like this? So if it's 18 below and you want to take a walk today together, why don't you take the time to slowly dress each other mm. or you each dress yourselves and then part of your reward for coming back is to slowly undress each other and nice. have a warm shower together. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love yeah, it. That's even better. How <laughs> yeah. about that? That was advice. So Here, let me tell you advice. <laughs> Mine is, I want you to visualize this. So I actually want you to close your eyes. I want you to close your eyes and visualize uh, your, your safe space. And I'm going to say that right now, this is your bedroom. So visualize your bedroom. Think of all of the candles that you would like lit in the space. Imagine your throes of passion blankets laid out on your bed, and you have your massage oil laying there. Imagine your partner taking you and laying you down slowly, and you both get to explore each other's bodies and using the oil. And explore each other as if this was the first time you were ever touching this body. And afterwards, take some time telling each other which areas you enjoyed the most. That's what I would like you to do tonight. Wow. I think we're going to be doing that right after we're off the air. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> I ate. I went to the gym this morning. I ate well this morning. I have a big erection right now. We're good to go. We're, we're totally sync with E. Okay, here we go. All right, guys. That was an absolutely amazing show. Both of you, we love having you on. Dragonfly, why don't you just do a little how people can reach out to you, and then E can end with his social media and website after that. Definitely. So you can reach me at teargasmiclove.com and all of the social media links are there as well. But I'm actively on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And look for us all over the world. We're a lot of different events. And we'd love to connect with you. We'd love to see you in one of our pleasure play shops. Yes, so and hopefully I think, we'll see you soon. Yes, and I think we're going to see you guys uh, later this summer and hopefully in Naughty and Orleans again. Oh, we're, we're definitely going to be seeing you in Naughties, and then hopefully we'll see you later on in the summer as well. Absolutely. Yay. And E, how about, uh, once again, your website and social media? Yeah, so it's humanprimates.com. Uh, my next men's group coaching session is actually starting uh, April 16th. So if anyone is interested, I do have a few spots left uh, in that group. Uh, and again, humanprimates.com, all my social stuff's on there. Uh, and feel free to shoot me an email with any questions you might have. 
Beautiful. Thanks so much, guys. So, you know, we are learning more and more every week with all our fantastic expert guests, and we hope you do too. And remember, great sex matters. And we all deserve it. And we encourage every couple to make a point of learning more about sex and sexuality and all the different ways to spice up your sex life. To find out more, you can go to our website, thesexylifestyle.com radio show guest page, and see all our amazing sexpert guests. Click on their link and contact them if you need some more advice. Well, that's it for our show today. Special thanks to our guests E and Dragonfly from Pure Orgasmic Love and to you for listening. Remember to sign up on sdc.com for one month free using promo code 30314. We have some great events and some great trips coming up. We're going to be joining SDC's erotic escapade to the magnificent island of Crete in Greece, April 28th to May 3rd. And then we'll be sailing on the Crystal Symphony cruise ship up to Alaska with luxury lifestyle vacations for the Alaskan Splendor Lifestyle Cruise, June 17 to 24. And then in July, we'll be with SDC again in Cap Dag, the naked city from July 2nd to 10th. Join us for one of the most amazing lifestyle experiences you can get to. And of course, as the reigning queen and king, we'll be getting naughty in Naughty New Orleans, July 25 to 30. For more information about these trips or anything else, you can visit our website, thesexylifestyle.com, or send us an email at ask at carolandavid.com. Join us again for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle, where we'll be chatting with Jeff Abraham, president and CEO of Promiscent, all about premature ejaculation. We are Carol and David reminding you to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Stay sexy, everybody. Until next time. Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Sexy Lifestyle. We've got another one lined up next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. This weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever. 